You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. All right, here we are. Welcome back to the Funkaholics Podcast, the podcast that talks about what they love. Today is an episode one for the memory books. We are talking boxing and the recent pay-per-view, Tyson versus Jones Jr. The glorified celebrity smoker. (laughs) Today I've got with me my homeboys. I've got Jonathan and Miguel. What's going on, guys? What's up, dude? What's up? Uh, you know, here we are, just talking a little bit of boxing. We got, <laughs> we got to get into this. You know how this is gonna happen. All oh, right, yeah. gu- <laughs> all right, guys. So in true funkaholic tradition, you know, we do a toast over here. So I'm gonna raise my beer, and we got uh, just a heads up, folks. We got Jonathan here in the funkaholic studio, and then we got Miguel calling out in. Auburn, Washington, or Auburn, Seattle? Montoya, what do you go with? Yeah, there you go. See, yeah, yeah, there you go. That's all the same. I'm good. All right, man. So I am. I raised my beer to you guys. Nice. Love that sound. Cheers, my brothers. Cheers. Cheers. Miguel, talk to us. What are you drinking today? Uh, today I'm um, drinking a Corona. Oh, Corona. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Tony <laughs> Romo. <laughs> why, Tony Romy. Why the change from the Coors? Uh, well, you know, I would have got Coors, but I had, a, um, I don't know, you know what? Uh, normally I've been drinking craft beers, but today I think I was like, let me get some Coronas. It's been a while. A great choice, great choice. Especially for boxing. Exactly. Perfect for boxing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So me and Jonathan are drinking Modelitos. Some good stuff. Are you drinking the dark ones or the light ones? Oh, the light. Especial. Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) Good stuff. We're drinking the little Mercy beers. (laughs) Yeah, those are good. (laughs) She ain't little. (laughs) Yeah, she's not little no more, man. She's she's Mike Tyson built right now. (laughs) The beers are little, not Mercy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right guys so let's jump into this man let's get into this because i I'd, if you would have seen my reactions a little while ago while i was watching this i mean it was uh it was a walk down memory lane for me it was nostalgic i was loving everything that i was seeing from it so i'm uh i'm pumped man i'm ready to get into this so we've got the tyson versus jones jr pay-per-view it was brought to us by triller $50 for this pay-per-view purchase. Um, Miguel, give me your thoughts on that price. So, um, well, first of all, let me just give a disclosure to all the listeners out there. If, if you guys hear a doorbell in the background, that's just my pizza. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but after, now that I said that, let me say, um, fifty. I mean, I guess it was, I don't know. I think it would have been more worth of it, maybe 25 30 bucks. It wasn't bad. Like Badu Jack, I, he's a, he's actually a good fighter, and that, that was a decent fight. I don't know why most of those fights were eight rounds. He's a real professional, so I don't know why they didn't do twelve on that one. Because um, I've seen him fight before; he's decent. And um, but like the the Nate Robinson one, he didn't know what the hell <laughs> oh he was my doing. God. That was just terrible. <laughs> it, it was so bad in so many different ways, man. That was bad, and but uh, you know Tyson Jones was well, you know I, I got to give him respect. Both of those guys, what one's what Jones fifty one, Tyson fifty three, something like that. They're, you know it was interesting to watch. I think you know Tyson did better, but you know it was I guess it was interesting. You know I mean it's something especially in these times right now for fifty bucks to be entertained. I guess you know it's not bad. I guess. What do you guys think? Uh, where I was at with it was. Um... <clears throat> one thing that I like finding out is uh, Tyson said that a lot of this was was for charity, so that was great. Knowing you know where this fifty bucks was going, um, it was entertainment value. I'll give that. Um, some of the concert I could do without, yeah. like, uh, what the fuck was that guy's name, Jonathan? Which one? Uh, 
Any of them? Hannah Montana guy? Yeah. What the fuck was his name? Yeah, French Montana. French Montana. That guy. Oh, fucking. Yeah. Oh man. I hope Richie. I hope he gets Richie Valens one of these days. <laughs> fuck that guy, bro. I could not fucking stand Boom. that dude for the life of me. He was fucking horrible. Um, but um, on another note, um, um. Snoop Dogg made it fun. I didn't mind Snoop Dogg as a commentator, so there's a lot of things that we're going to run down, but uh, I kind of wanted to give the the people listening an idea of what we were looking at, and Jonathan, uh, give me, um, give me, uh, give me what, give me your thoughts on the $50 total. <laughs> uh, uh, the Jones-Tyson uh, fight, I think it was worth it, um, just them alone, um, it brings us back to old days, uh, fibers we fell in love with, um, the music. Uh, I'm going to have to say no. That was that was a terrible decision. Um, <laughs> like, you could uh, Snoop Dogg I'm okay with as uh, the last uh, musical performance before the fight. Right. Totally cool. Um, Nate Robinson and uh, Silver Spoon Fed Kid, not, not a fan. Uh, that kind of ruined it. Yeah. Uh, but as far as 2020, that's the only entertainment we have. I guess we'll take it. Like, yeah, I mean, it could have been worse. I was, I was kind of, uh, preparing myself for worse. Um, I, you know, I tried staying away from social media and everything. Cause you know, we watched it a day later, but, um, I know there was a lot of people that were out there just, you know, making comments and stuff like that. And I know some of them were pretty negative. I know, some of some other people were entertained so like i said for me it was kind of like a nostalgic thing you know um and and we'll get to that we'll get into that part but um a couple of other things that i wanted to throw out there so yes the pay-per-view did cost 50 dollars um they did their best i give them credit you know they tried everything they could to put the best entertainment value uh together and you know make it kind of like a show i guess i don't know um yeah we had Mario Lopez on the mic, a.k.a. A.C. Slater. Garbage. <laughs> as the host. <laughs> um, they brought out the commentators, Sugar Ray Leonard, um, Israel Adesanya. That's it. And, uh, yeah. and that piece of shit, Mauro Renal. I can't fucking stand that guy. Another one. That, His awful long hair. <laughs> yeah. God, dude. Hey, he he would have done better just grabbing a fucking mop from the closet and putting that on his head. He looks like Gene from Bob's just, Burgers. Just curious. <laughs> why, why why don't you like him? I'm just curious. I really don't have an opinion on him, but I'm just wondering why. I've never liked Moral Ronaldo even uh, from Showtime when uh, when he was he the guy just gets overly excited, like way too excited. And then plus he's in my he was in my show NXT. And I couldn't stand him on there. Like his Mamma Mia bullshit oh. and stuff like that. Yeah, he can fucking keep that at home, dude. When he does oh, okay. get overexcited, he just throws out nonsense. And yeah. And it gets annoying. Half of the time it doesn't make oh, okay. shit and it's loud as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like he's screaming in your ear. Um, I'm so glad WWE got rid of him. I've been bitching about him since day one. But anyways, that's uh, <laughs> that's another story another time. Um, for our concert, we had Wiz Khalifa, uh, YG, French Montana, Little Wayne and Snoop Dogg. Did you see Little Wayne? I didn't see him. No, I didn't. Snoop, Snoop actually, I heard he replaced Little Wayne. Little Wayne pulled out the end. And oh, thank Snoop God. Thank yeah, you, Little Wayne. So <laughs> Snoop really wasn't originally supposed to be on there, but yeah, he filled in. So yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I, I This is how I know I'm, and I know I'm old, but like I can't even get with this music now. I guess it's passed me by now. I, I, I don't. I You're don't not the only one. That. It's terrible. Oh, bro, you trust me. I was bitching to Jonathan the whole time we were watching. <laughs> so, especially by that French Montana dude. He just kept receiving, repeating the same thing throughout the entire song. Oh, the other guy was St. John. Something weird. Remember we oh, fast forwarded Oh, that's right. Him? Yeah. We jumped over that right away. Uh, yeah, Mercy wasn't too happy with that either. It wasn't worth remembering or noting. Don't, I don't think <laughs> None, none of those rap, uh, rap acts like caught me. It was like every time I, w- I was um, talking to one of my other friends who was on there, and um, I was like, "Just tell me when the fight started, dude, because I'm not <laughs> watching any of this stuff." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm totally with that. Um, so 
we've got a fight card on our hands, people. They actually did give us a couple of fights. Um, we had Jermaine Ortiz versus Solomon Sagawa. That was a pretty good fight. I didn't mind it. Real decent. I thought it was one of the, the better fights of the card. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, these guys were going back and forth. They looked um, a little bit above amateur, um, you know, s- dancing on that professional line. Um, it kind of sounds like Mercy was impressed a little bit. But um, <laughs> we had um, we had Badal the Ripper Jack versus Blake the Beast uh, McKernan. I didn't mind that fight for just for the fact. I mean, I found myself rooting for Blake. He, he was Billy Hope to me <laughs> from uh, Southpaw. Um, let's talk about that fucking hematoma that was growing on the side of his face. The second face? Yes. Oh, terrible, terrible. Was was it a punch <laughs> or was it a, a headbutt? What, what did you? I want to say it was from. The right hand, just an overhand. Yeah, no. I mean, he was taking a lot of hits um, on that side of his face, and dude, I've never seen a hematoma start from the eyebrow all the way to the cheek. Yeah, we saw it real small, and then we kept staring. I was like, "What is that?" I thought it was uh, just Vaseline. Yeah, a big glump of it, and then all of a sudden, it took over. It looked like the Elephant Man. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Did you get a chance to see that fight, Meeks? Uh, yeah, I probably saw it halfway through, but I didn't. Yeah, I know the hematoma you're talking about. I'm like, I started thinking about Hasim Rockman when I saw that thing started. Yes. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was a good fight. Uh, I think, I think um, Bobby Jack was just concentrating on that one spot, and it just that's how it ended up getting so big. But it was a good fight. I thought it was a good fight. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, I I just found myself cheering for Blake, man, because he kind of looked like he was out of place. He, Truly. Yeah, he's he was he was a gamer for sure, dude. And then he's a, I think wasn't he like a he was in the military or something like that. So you yes. can't help but give him respect. Former soldier. He looked like a, a real underdog in this fight, and he just stayed in it the whole time. Like, yeah, he did. He took hit after hit. He didn't give up, and then I kind of feel like it's one of those fights where maybe it was a practice round for the other guy, but maybe it shouldn't have happened. But he, he did a good job. He stayed in it. Right. It was a, it was kind of a Rocky story, man. You had fucking Apollo Creed versus Rocky right there. Yeah, there you go. And I think I even <laughs> heard make me a, a reference to that. But yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, the only thing was like, well, and I don't know if the, I don't know if he could have gone twelve rounds, but I know the other guy I've seen him go twelve rounds before. So yeah, um, I was like just kind of curious about all that. And then we've got our main event. Um, <laughs> we got Jake the Problem Child Paul versus Nate Crypto Nate Robinson. God. Oh God, I was waiting for that my whole life. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. One, I have no idea who the fuck Jake the Problem Child Paul was. So Jonathan had to educate me on that. You want to tell us what this dude is? So I know this guy uh, because of my daughter. I have a twelve-year-old. Uh, <laughs> Big YouTuber, TikToker, all into this stuff. So I don't know about these people. I had to ask her who this guy was. Um, I guess he had some appearances on the Disney Channel. But his real thing is uh, he has a twin brother, and they did uh, videos on YouTube. And other than that, I really don't know what made him famous. Uh, just videos, I guess. And, you know, like these guys get a million views for saying hi. Like, this, yeah. there's nothing to it. I don't get it, but... That's all he was. He just seems like a kid who was spoiled and just had good luck making a video. I don't. I don't see what the big thing about the guy is. Right, Meigs. What did uh, give me your impression? What did you think about this one? Well, I don't know. Obviously, Nate Robinson didn't know what the hell he's doing, but <laughs> I have seen um, this dude, his brother fight. I've seen his brother fight before, one of his other like celebrity type fights, and he knows what he. You can tell he knows what he's doing. And this, this dude, I mean, not like he's anything great or anything, but he knew exactly, you know, he knows how to box, which obviously Nate Robinson didn't know how to do. So um, it was kind of interesting to watch, I guess, for the brief time it was on there. But I don't know. It's kind of a joke fight, you know. Oh, bro. I If I was Nate Robinson's trainer, 
I would have fucking turned my mask inside out. No one's going to go to your club after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This trainer should be shot, dude. It's like Nate Robinson's all offense, no defense, just rushing in there. And all he did was grab. He just bear hugged the whole time. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he threw, like, a leading punch and followed it up with a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was so mismatched, and it it was so bad, dude. Like, if I was Nate Robinson, I would literally just disappear. I don't want to be known for football. I don't want to be known for basketball. I do not, do not want to be known for losing to Jake the Problem Child Paul. Everything you have done is totally forgotten about now. Exactly. That's it. Like, Like, he could have... I mean, he could have set records in the NBA, and nobody's going to remember that ever again. No, the fact oh, that you yeah. jumped over no, Dwight Howard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was so bad in so many different ways, man. That was kind of like a a celebrity boxing from the 80s or, like, the 90s that we used to see where, like, Screech and Vanilla Ice went at it. Yeah, the celebrity oh, grudge yeah. match. Yeah, the celebrity grudge matches. It was... Uh, I <laughs> yeah, it knew, was so bad. You knew it was terrible. As soon as the uh, first bell rang, he ran. Like he ran into a fight. Like yeah, I was like, "What are yeah. you doing?" And then that was it, dude. Like he got hit a couple times. Like it's it's over. Like yeah. And then every time you got a hit or you threw two punches, you grabbed on because you had no idea what was going on. Exactly. Jake Paul was just like, "Okay, do whatever. I'm just gonna just." Hit you whenever you're open or whatever. Yeah, and that's all he had to do. Yeah, he was picking yeah. them off through the whole thing. A, <laughs> did you guys see the final punch stats? Like one had ten punches landed, the other had eight. Yes, like, what the hell? It was like a nine percent like and a twenty-one percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah was, oh man, it was, that's ridiculous. So, talk to me about this, okay? So, one, I mean, the first knockdown was ridiculous. I mean, it was a hit in the back of the head, but. The way Nate was lunging and fighting, it was warranted. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'll let you have that, Jake. But the second knockdown and then the the third leading to the knockout. The knockout was legit. I'll give him that. Because I I just wanted to see it over. And I was just thankful that the fight ended the way that it did. Because Nate deserved to get knocked the fuck out. You had no reason to be in a ring. Yeah. No reason. Had Yeah. Like, it was like. I don't know. I can't even explain how bad it was, but um, just seeing him get get knocked out like that was the ending to a very, very miserable song that was playing. You know what I mean? I think this is something that happens, too. When you're in your 30s and you're talking crap to a kid that's 23 years old, like, right. what, what did you think it was going to happen? Like, the guy who outsized you, when you saw the weigh-ins, like, 10-pound difference, 9 pounds, whatever it was... 23 years old, you're, what, 34, 35. Right. A 10-year difference. You never had any boxing training. Like, <laughs> why? Like, what, what were you trying to prove? Like, yeah, what did they call him? The, a, the Uber athlete? Wasn't, yeah. there a height, wasn't there a height difference also? 5'8", 5'9", 6 foot. Yeah. Oh, no, God. So right there, you see the, the reach difference. <laughs> Not even just the height, the reach. Still, even with Nate's size, I mean, he was pretty bulked up. What did they weigh in at? There was like a 180 pounds, right? Yeah, 181 to like 190. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, he was I mean, shape, the dude was yoked up. I mean, he was big. You'd think that he would be able to do something different than what he actually put out there. I mean, what he put out there was fucking terrible. This like, is like, this is one of those weird scenarios where you're decent at one sport, but you should never play another one, like... And I hate to bring it up. This is, is this a Michael Jordan like baseball kind of thing? Like you were great at basketball, and then the baseball thing. Like Nate Robinson, you were decent in college football. You were decent in the NBA with your dunk contest. Yeah, you didn't really go far. But then you got into something you never participated in. Like, yeah, stay you, in your lane. You look like you never even been in a high school fight. <laughs> okay, so quick question, and we'll go around the table here. Name an NBA superstar that you would love to see in the ring. I'll go first. Mine is Charles Barkley. <laughs> Let's put him in. Miguel, who do you got? So let me ask. Let me let me ask this though: Is it to see them kick someone's ass or get their ass kicked? I would love to see Barkley kick somebody's ass. Um, okay, because I 
I would like LeBron James to get his ass kicked. I'm with Deontay <laughs> Wilder. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Miguel. I love that one. Perfect. Perfect answer. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna You know what? I think the I think the audience here appreciates that as well. <laughs> Yeah, Miguel got a big round of applause for that one. Jonathan, who's your guy? Uh, I'm going to say LeBron. LeBron's up there. Um, I don't know. I don't. I really don't like that Kyrie Irving kid. Okay. Uh, really got real cocky after the whole Cleveland thing. and then just, He can't finish a game well, either. Now, so <laughs> Now he's garbage and just a crybaby. I would like to see his ass whooped by somebody. like <laughs> Maybe Jake Paul. I agree. Yeah, I can see <laughs> yeah that. let's put Jake Paul. I mean... <laughs> Who 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 better or who worse to get beat by than Jake Paul? <laughs> A fucking YouTube yeah, sensation. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, Miguel, did you get to hear what Jake Paul said after the fight? No. <laughs> I just heard, I just heard like afterwards where he's like praising uh, Nate Robinson for getting in there and all that other shit. I didn't really hear much after that, if you guys want to fill me in. But, yeah, I did hear that immediate interview. Yeah, let's go prior to him praising Nate Robinson. So yes. This clown says he has a list of people that he wants to fight. Do you know who was number one on his list? <laughs> Conor McGregor. It That's was cool. Conor McGregor. Oh, my God, dude. Conor McGregor. <laughs> it was Conor McGregor. Oh I, I looked at Jonathan, and I was like, are you – like, okay, now it's just – it, this took another turn. Like, what's happening here? The second guy, I can't remember, and then his brother. He wants to fight his twin brother. I would be down oh, to see that. You got, you always got to yeah, watch brothers cool. fight. I don't know. <laughs> that was always like my boxing wish, bro, in the heavyweight division. I wanted the Klitschko brothers to get mad at each other and fight. <laughs> but it never happened. I'd watch that. <laughs> maybe now that Tyson and Jones got this out of the way, maybe some of these other retired fighters would be like, hey, you know what? Maybe Cl- the Klitschko brothers were sitting next to each other looking at each other like, want to get paid? Hmm. <laughs> we got a last-minute cash out. I would pay to see that. <laughs> I would love to see uh, him fight or even his brother, any like legitimate boxer or even half-legitimate boxer. Right. So that would be funny. But yeah, even a great, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they would be matched up with McGregor. We've seen what McGregor does, so yeah, this, in the boxing. This is both two millionaires right there. So yeah. if it's a money making yeah. fight that they can they could promote, go for it. Oh, they would definitely do it. You could totally see, bro. The whole time he was doing that interview, he was all about the money. Because I mean, he even said it in there. He's like, "I come from hard." He goes, "I came from a hard life. People hate me." Um, you know, I, I came up to this now, and I talk shit, and I do all this, and then. I mean, just alone, that list that he put out there, bro, if you're putting out Conor McGregor's name, guaranteed you're hunting the fucking money. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's oh, not, yeah. I mean, he, in his right mind, he has to know that he would absolutely get fucking destroyed by Conor McGregor. Like, Conor McGregor went fucking round for, I mean, almost round for round with fucking Floyd Mayweather. You know, yeah. one of the, I hate to say it, but... You know, one of the best fighters in fucking boxing history. And f- Defensive-wise. Yeah. I'm not going to say offensive, but I will say defensive. And McGregor is an amateur boxer bef- yeah. before MMA. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what is fucking... What has Jake Paul done other than make fucking YouTube videos and music videos and shit like that? I mean, he says, oh, I'm 2-0, and but I mean, I don't even know who the first person was that he fought. Yeah, it, was a, it, was a, it was a British rapper. Oh my god! It was KS One, which you mentioned on the list again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like he already beat him twice. <laughs> so I don't like why is a trilogy, but I think there's a lot of other people out there. Like uh, I think we mentioned earlier, like Fifty Cent was an amateur boxer. Yeah. Why don't you get someone that had some somewhat decent talent and go at it? Like right. Go for people who you know do what? have some kind of boxing thing and see what happens. That's true. Yeah, definitely. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight. Is either these either those Nate Diaz, the Diaz brothers? Oh, he <laughs> that get, would be he get fucked up there too. <laughs> it would be hilarious because I hate all of them. <laughs> oh man, let's put uh, Chris Levin and uh, and uh, Diego Sanchez oh. in a boxing match together. <laughs> you can't get me to watch a Diego Sanchez fight. I'd fucking walk out. <laughs> 
Speaking of athletes we hate. Yeah, um, speaking of athletes we hate. <laughs> so, um, I, uh, like I said, you know, the, the Jake, Paul, and Nate Robinson fight, you know, it, 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 it provided entertainment value. Um, you know, we got a big, huge knockout. I think Nate Robinson, you know, kind of added a little bit to it, but you know, whatever. I've, I lost so much respect for that dude. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm done, bro. Good luck to you. You know, may you perish away slowly. Yeah, just rest in peace. We'll give him the Undertaker. <laughs> rest in peace. Like he's, he's gone. That was it. That's, that was the highlight of your career. Yeah, exactly. Like everything that you built up, you totally pissed it away with just that one fight, and just the way I that he went out too. I'm not sure because I think it changes it now because I know me and Jonathan were having this conversation too while we were watching it and I was thinking, you know, probably Tyson and Roy Jones, you know, maybe close to a million dollars each or something or um, I don't know what these lower end guys would have got too because Tyson did say at the end of the at the end of the fight, you know, that it was a it was a charity and he, what did he yeah. he said we're uh, humanitarians. humanitarians were not, you know, in it oh, for yeah. the for the money and shit like that. So, but that's the thing. Like they were, what were the other people fighting for? Like, yeah, exactly. I know everyone else got a participation medal too. Like, like unless Tyson just walked up and told him like, you're going to fight motherfucker. I'll, fuck you up. <laughs> I'll eat your children. <laughs> eat those babies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So now we get down to the main event. We've got iron Mike Tyson versus Roy. Superman Jones Jr. There was another nickname. What else was there? Oh, fuck. He had, like, during this whole thing, he had, like, five nicknames. Yeah, like, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, here? everything kept changing. I was just like, what the fuck? I can't remember what the other one was, but I know he had, like, multiple ones. So, <laughs> when they're bringing these guys in, here's one thing that stood out to me that I absolutely fucking loved. And like I said, it was nostalgic to me. Mike Tyson with the fucking black... Shorts, black boots, no fucking socks. The only thing that was fucking missing was the white towel. Only thing that was missing. Roy Jones came out. He, you know, uh, he was paying homage to Kobe Bryant. He had uh, he had the gloves marked with Kobe's number, and um, I think even his shoes. He had the gold and purple, the white. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had Michael Buffer, bro. He was in the fucking. He was in the ring, making the announcement. We had Nail doing the, the uh, national anthem. Um, we had Snoop on the mic as a commentator. The best concert. <laughs> yeah, the best concert. Um, Miguel, what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of Snoop Dogg commentating on the fight? No, uh, I thought. I mean, I thought it was terrible. It's pretty cool. It's it uh, different. I mean, I think I think that motherfucker was high, which is cool because <laughs> apparently it's cool to fucking smoke blunts on while boxers are out later on. Like all the other, the other rappers or whatever were doing on there. I don't know if you guys caught that. Um, yeah, we did see that for someone who was smoking blunts or whatever, which is cool. But like, like this guy is smoking blunts out here inside of a place, and these boxers are about to walk out. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, all right, but um, oh, anyway, going back to uh, on a side note, going back to the Tyson walking out, which was also nostalgic to me. The one thing that I missed, though, that I was hoping he was going to come out to was Red Man Time for Some Action, dude. Whenever he walked, you remember walking out to that that song? Yep. Um, and he didn't do that. He came out to like some uh, techno type song or whatever, which is cool or whatever. But I was like, oh man, I was hoping he'd come out of that, but. Anyway, but yeah, back back to Snoop. I, I thought it was cool, dude. He, he was he was pretty funny. He brought brought a little bit of comic relief, and uh, and he's not stupid. He knows, uh, you know, you can tell he watches boxing and he remembers uh, both of these fighters back in the day. So he he brought some insight there. Yep, exactly. No, uh, Mercy's going to give you the. <laughs> you just nailed it right there. <laughs> what did what did I tell you? Uh, the Red Man song, dude. Exactly what he mentioned earlier too. I was like, oh crap, dude. Like, <laughs> but not not just that. Like just I think just seeing Mike Mike Tyson walk to a ring, it brought it brought that like that excitement you had when you were a kid. Oh yeah, oh and yeah. 
it was a nervousness. So, like, when Mike Tyson walked to a ring, you worried so much about the other opponents. Oh, yeah. And this whole time when I was watching, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you get that weird stomach feeling. Like, he's going to hurt him. Like, and, like, he just has that look, the way he talks. He's going to hurt somebody. Yeah. And, like, he means business. Like, he's going to knock your face in. Like, it's going to get bad. And that was super exciting. Like, I, I thought it was really cool. And I thank God he didn't, like, murder that guy. Like, I really I really thought it was going to happen. But it's super exciting. Like, it brought back old memories. Uh, it brought back the, the excitement of boxing in the 90s. Yes. Um, which, uh, yeah, it really, it really, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing that I took away from it, um, you know, was seeing them in the ring because this is shit that we used to talk about when we were at parties or, you know, we're just shooting the shit. You know, this is one of those fantasy matches that we always dream about. Yeah, it, you know, fucking came 20, almost 20 years later. And yes, they were older, but you know what? I got to give them credit. You know, 54, 53, whatever Tyson's age was, and then Roy Jones, 51. Roy looked a little soft. I mean, he looked out of shape. You know, he looked like he didn't want to be in there. I mean, you know, the other thing, too, is you're on the opposite opposite side of the ring of Mike Tyson. You know, motherfucking Mike Tyson. I mean, people worship this dude. This guy could have been like a fucking serial killer, and people would still love him just for what he did in the fucking ring. People love athletes. You know what I mean? Um I know Roy laid on him, you know, for majority of the fight, and you could see the frustration coming from Tyson. And and, and remember me, because I I told you, you know, when we were texting back and forth talking about this, you're like, I don't, you know, what do you think? How's it going to go? And I'm like, well, you have Mike Tyson in the ring. He's always the wild card. You never know what you're going to get from this guy. Oh, yeah. The crazy thing about it is... You could see as the fight was going on, he was getting a little pissed off. He wanted to fight. He wanted a, he wanted a box. Yeah. And and it's great to see that from Tyson because we got to a point in boxing history and in boxing to where Mike was out. He checked out. Like he was going into these fights to collect a check. Because he had all this debt that he had to take care of. But his heart wasn't into it. The old Mike Tyson wasn't into it. Not that, not that kid. The yeah. kid wasn't there. Not that kid that would go in there and destroy someone in under two rounds. And big dudes. Um, yeah. It was... Um, Miguel, tell me if you, if you thought this, because I was telling Jonathan as the fight was going on, um, it kind of reminded me of Rocky Balboa, where, <laughs> where Rocky fights... Um, was it... Um, Taylor, no, it wasn't Taylor. It was, uh, what the fuck is the guy's name? He's a professional boxer. I don't remember his name. It was a, it was a dude that Tyson fought, but, uh, I'm, I mean, not Tyson, um, Rocky fought in the movie, but it kind of had like that same type of feeling minus the crowd. You know what I mean? You got all these celebrities there. You've got, it just felt like the ring was super small and these guys were just real big. I don't know if it's the way like the cameras were hitting and everything and the way the lighting was, but um, it kind of just gave me like a movie type feeling. You know what I mean? Like, like not necessarily like if it was scripted because I know they were in there fighting. You know what I mean? But did you, as you were watching it, did you kind of get the feeling like maybe Tyson was holding back a little bit because uh, Roy, Roy Jones looked dog tired. I mean, he, he, literally looked i mean after the second round i mean he was you know he was finding air from you know anywhere that it would come from yeah um i think yeah roy obviously yeah he was exhausted dude he was exhausted after like you could see him in the corner and how hard he was even after the fight uh when they were interviewing him he was still breathing super hard like yeah he was his breath and i was like um but yeah, I know what you mean. Like Tyson was in there and he was hitting hard. He he went in hitting hard. He was hitting the body hard, and he he like really wanted it. But um, he didn't have, and not taking anything away from Roy Jones, who who was in there and he was game. But uh, Tyson wanted a little bit more out of his opponent. You know what I mean? I think he needed that that uh, 
that fire lit under Roy to really get Mike going. But uh, um, Roy was just like, you know, I think Roy was mostly about defense. He's like, I don't want to get caught by this fucking dude. And Tyson was throwing some hard ones. And I know what you mean. Like, it, it seemed like he wanted that comeback. Even after the fight, Tyson even said, yeah, I want to do it again. And, you know, with Roy or someone else, I would imagine. But, um, it, yeah, it was I, – I, I got that same sense. And um, going back to it, yeah, Roy looked soft a little bit. But I can't even take – he still looked good for being like 51 or whatever he is. He, he, you know, he got in better shape than I even thought. And um, he just – I don't know. In my opinion, I think Tyson really should have got that. But, you know, whatever. It's cool. It's entertaining. Yeah, that was uh, it was fun. <laughs> it was funny um, when they when they told him that it was a draw. <laughs> Roy Jones was trying to I don't know if he was trying to like add a little bit to it, but you know, and he he's in the beginning. He's like, no, I don't take draws. I wear draws. Like, and then <laughs> but then <laughs> but then later on, as he was like, he continued talking, and he's like, eh, you know what, I'm all right with it. <laughs> I think he's more all right with yeah, it. Exactly, Mike Dyson kept exactly. saying stuff. He's like, okay, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, and I think what. At first, when I when he said I don't take, I thought he like meant like, okay, yeah, Tyson beat me, and I don't want to take a draw like that. But then I started listening, like, okay, no, he's talking about the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What's funny too is what we mentioned. You guys mentioned it earlier. Like, even as tired as he was, like, I think at some point too, like, even though Tyson was throwing these punches, I think he kind of knew like. Maybe I'll just box this guy's body. I'll hit him in the ribs, do this and that. Because there wasn't a lot of headshots he was going after. Right. Like a lot of major uh, knockout punches. And I think he knew, like, Roy was tired. Like, he knew at some point, like, uh, maybe we should do this again. Like, get you in better shape. Because Mike Tyson came to fight. Yeah. And I think at some point, too, like, you have to, like, you think about it, too. Like, I can hurt this guy. Do I want to do this now? Like, he's not in good shape. Yeah. Right. And then you think about... uh when I talked to Fernando earlier during the fight, Jones wanted to do this, what, 17 years ago? Yeah. It would have been a whole different story, and Mike Tyson would have killed you. Oh, yeah. This guy was on a dark spot, and let's be happy that he did it now, and he still didn't kill you. He gave you a break. Like, he really, like, and when he was started, like, putting his hands together and just bobbing and weaving, like, yeah. we knew in the 90s what happened with that. <laughs> he came with the uppercut and a body shot. Like, he murdered you. Like, yeah, in he, seconds. But, uh, but I just remember, like, RJ, Roy Jones, back in the in his prime, he was bad, man. But he was fucking fast, and he could avoid shots. He was like, he had defense like Mayweather, but better. And, and he would still tag you, though. He was fucking offensive, too. So, like, I think a lot of people were like, eh, trying to kick his ass. But, you know, Roy Jones was bad, man, back in the day. Fernando, you know that. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, you know, Roy's, Roy's not one to... You know, to 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 duck and 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 take easy. I mean, Roy was a fucking stud back in the days. I mean, he he destroyed a lot of people. Like I told you, you know that one one of the greatest fights that I ever saw from him was um, when he destroyed Montel Griffin. I mean, that first the first time they fought, Roy lost because of a disqualification. Montel Griffin dropped to a knee. Roy hit him while he was on a knee, and the fucking the referee called it. Roy Jones came back the, when the rematch, and he fucking destroyed it. Like, Montel Griffin even, like, fucking said, like, I should have, like, there was nothing that I could do. I could have hit Roy with the kitchen sink, and that wasn't going to fucking do anything. It was mad. Yeah. Yo, um, I remember that. He, like, made an example. He's like, all right, I'm going to fucking do it right. He, yeah. He, exactly. He, yeah, even, he even wrote a song about it. <laughs> I'm not going to take me. You're going to hit campus. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all must have forgot, you know what I mean? And Roy took it to him, and 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 I can appreciate that, you know what I mean? That was uh, that was uh, that was something you know that that I'll never forget in history. Um, so you said something interesting, Jonathan. You said something, you know, seventeen years ago, Roy Jones wanted this fight. The the guy, the person that I know Roy Jones to be. I mean, he's not only a talented fighter, but he's a smart fighter. He knew um, Tyson was checked out. You know what I mean? So if he would have been able to get Tyson, you know, at that time, I think Roy would have probably destroyed him. You think so? Yeah. Um, 
it it could have ended up in a disqualification because Tyson would have gotten so frustrated with with the way Roy fights. Um, he would have fucking bit him, kicked Did him in something. the nuts, or done something crazy. You know what I mean? Um, he would have he would have went all Tyson on him. Um, but uh, I mean, if if history shows anything, you know, Roy was very extremely smart about the way that he did things and the way that he, you know, the way that he got his titles, because I mean, he is one of the first fighters to get a heavyweight title under the 220 or 200 pound heavyweight class. He went after John Ruiz for crying out loud. He knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? He could beat John Ruiz on his worst day. And you know what I mean? So that's why I kind of think, you know, at that time, but if you were to say nineties Tyson uh, versus Roy Jones at any peak of his career, Tyson would have destroyed oh, it. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, because we've seen Roy take some hits, too, where he got knocked out, and it was just like, fuck. You know, you never want to see that to a fighter that... So great. Yeah, wow. so great, and you got a lot of respect for. Um, let me ask you guys this. So, now that we got this out of the way, and we have... Um, We've got uh, we've got these two retired fighters that got into shape. I mean, Tyson lost fucking a hundred pounds, and um, Tyson lost a hundred pounds, and we've got these other fighters that are retired. Maybe I, they had to have watched it. They had to have watched it. If you're a fan of boxing, or if you're a fan of you know of any type of fighting sport. I mean, you got to want to watch this. Do you guys think this, this is going to open something up for other retired fighters to come back out? I think it's going to knock out a lot of cobwebs for people. Like, and these are, these are small fights. It went eight rounds. It was nothing too crazy. Right. Um, they're doing it for charity. Um, some might see it as like a little payday to push retirement longer or whatever they're trying to do. But why not? Like, this is, and we talked about it earlier too. There's not a lot of big things happening in the sport of boxing right now with uh, promoters not uh, promoting any kind of big fight. And I'd watch it. Like uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of a clown shit that goes on, and like we saw like tonight. But I think that if you get the right people together, you might have some good stuff kind of come later. Yeah, that's true. Definitely, I hear that. I think like. Um... For certain fighters, maybe that are still hungry or have something they feel that they have to prove, like people like Lennox Lewis, they're not going to do that shit. He didn't even go back or certain fighters. Um, but maybe there's some out there that would do it. And I think that is kind of watching this fight. Some of these guys will think like, oh shit, I can go back and do this shit and I'm hungry. And there's a, there's a, there's a market for it, obviously. So why not? Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Which uh, which guys want to jump on this and uh, kind of do that? Who could you uh, who could you see? What would be your your comeback match? What would be something you would want to see? Well, I'll let you take this, Fernando. You have a lot of <laughs> ideas, I know. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> uh, Dale Hoyt's coming back, right? <laughs> yeah, you know that would be my first pick over everything. You know, anytime. Um, fuck. Oscar, obviously, because you know that's my dude. That's you know it's it, it's it's always Oscar. But um, I'd like to see Trinidad come back. Um, God, that'd be crazy. Fernando Vargas. Um, I hated him. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, we talked about Bernard Hopkins. I'd like to see Ward come back and hopefully somebody kick his ass because that's a guy that I can't stand. He backed out quick, dude. He... <laughs> yeah, he did. He checked out so quick that, oh, man, it was, uh, I, I did not like that. But, you know, what, what, what can you do? Um, who else? Uh, heavyweight division, dude. We talked about that, too. Um, Evander Holyfield. I know that dude still wants to fight, bro. I know I, he does. And I think I read something or I saw something on the internet where he would be willing to fight Tyson again. Right? The same type of thing. Yeah, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I saw that. If people want to Google that, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. And he would be down because I know he even wanted to keep boxing, but 
um, even after, but like doctors and all that stuff said, but he still wanted to do it. So that would be interesting. That, that'd be one where I think he would need to fight someone else before he went straight to a Tyson fight. Like, I think give these guys both the opportunity. Tyson got his with Jones. Now let Holyfield get his with somebody yeah. else and then make the big fight happen. Yeah. That would be, that'd be dope. Just to see what it is. Like, and then, cause now, now you saw Tyson fight. Cool. Tyson's going to see you fight, see what you got. I think their training would get a lot harder. They would probably drop some weight, get in better shape. And then it'd be a real fight, dude. I think they push it probably 10 rounds, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just give this one time. I mean, I know they had plenty. I know they had. I mean, shit, this fight was announced a while back, right, for Tyson and Jones? Yeah, I, I didn't think it was real. I thought I thought when you had said it, I was like, are you playing around? Like, this is a real thing? But Yeah, I thought it was like a joke, too. But then when we found out that it was really going to happen, I was just like, holy shit. But didn't it? It was going to happen sooner. It was going to happen in October, right? Yeah, something delayed. I think it was because yeah. of the coronavirus or something. Yeah. I think that, like, the one thing I didn't like, which I, I liked, I, I enjoyed the fight. Don't get me wrong. But the one thing, I think they could have done three rounds each. Tyson most assuredly could have done three rounds. Maybe not Jones, but Tyson could have done that three rounds. So I don't know why they shortened it to two, but uh, that's the one thing that I took away from that. It was uh, on the original. Uh, or I'm, I'm sorry, three minutes per round. Sorry. And at, at one time too, and only said uh, six rounds. Yeah, we caught that. And I wonder if like, oh, they look like they're doing okay. Let's push. Let's push it to eight. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like eight two minute rounds. I'm like, well, it could be three minutes, but I don't know. Did you guys know? I, 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 I don't know. Did you guys notice the? Um... The doctors that were in the corner that were watching both Roy and and Tyson, there was a point where one of the trainers was um, squeezing water down Roy's back. Yeah, they did it a few times. And the doctor was waving it off, saying, like, no, you can't do that. You just slip out of punches? Maybe. But still, know. though, I mean, they're... I mean, in, in, in all fights that we've watched, I mean, they're, they've got sponges of water and they're, you know, they're dousing them and shit like that, you know, cooling them off. Just at that point, too, like, you should have maybe had, like, an ice pack or something to put on their neck or shoulders, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. you were soaking this guy. I was like, it's not going to make anything happen. Like, unless he's <laughs> right? that tired, like, do whatever you can. Yeah. It's so, like a one-up in Mario Hunting. Ah, yeah, I'm refreshed now. Or the fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, his, in his case, it was only for like 10 seconds, and he was done again. Like, oh, that's all I got. Right. <laughs> all right, ready to go. I'm good. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Is this two minutes almost over? Oh, man. So what do you guys think? How, uh, let's do a rating here. Give me... A score of one to five, five being the highest that you would definitely want to see something like this again, or a zero, big fat zero, and you're like, no, I, this is this was it, or you know, if you want to see uh, something in addition added to it, or uh, let me ask you this first before we go into the rating. Would you guys have been happy with, say, a Canelo fight and then Roy Jones and Mike Tyson as the co-main event? That would be cool. That would have been cool, I think, yeah. Um, that would, like, ooh, that would have been that would have been an awesome idea. You should have been making this fight. You should have been making this fight, card because, yeah, that would have been, even uh, next week's fight, which is a pay-per-view, um, that would have been awesome also. Uh, what is it? Uh, Spence and Garcia. Yep. Um, that would have been fucking cool on that undercard, and they would have generated a lot of money too. So that this kind of thing, even if it wasn't like Jones Tyson, say it was like a couple of different heavyweights from back in the day, or not even heavyweights, just whatever, some fighters from back in the day, um, putting that as a co-main event, that would definitely attract a bunch of viewers. I think. That's what I mentioned to uh, Fernando before we uh, we did the podcast was. Uh, fights like this should have been like an honor card part of the deal. Like uh, there should have been a bigger fight. Um, if and it, if it shows like this is a real sport, this is real boxing. You want to have this like, celebrity bullshit to go along with it. Like 
I think that's what killed yeah. it. It killed it a lot. But you're right, Miguel. If this was a undercard uh, fight for uh, Spence and uh, Garcia, oh, dude, like, imagine the money they would have brought in for charity for uh, that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. With the money you brought in for charity to have these clowns that come in the box before that as uh, the co-main event, no way. But mm-hmm. if you were the co-main event for Garcia and Spence, money, dude. You you could have uh, helped out a nonprofit for the life, dude. It would have been... It would have been amazing. Yeah, that's true. Very true. I got to say, like, I could have done without, on a side note, I could have done without all this music shit in between. I know they're trying, it's kind of like a filler, like, to make the card last a little longer, but it's, like, just kind of weird. Like, and I know we talked about it briefly earlier, just over text, uh, me and you, Fernando, about, like, um, how was like that BET card with uh, Andre Ward where they just had like a concert in the middle, which is just kind of strange. Um, and maybe it's because all the fights were almost eight rounds or I don't know, but uh, yeah, I could have done without that part of it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, I'm with you a hundred percent. Cause the whole time I was sitting there watching that, I was just like, this feels all too familiar. <laughs> and when I was sitting there thinking about it as, <laughs> you know, that BET fight, Cause I, 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 that, that fight happened years ago, but I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I was telling Miguel, I was just like, what the fuck am I watching, man? Like this, there's a concert <laughs> happening in the fucking ring right now. Like it, it's almost like, it's almost like, like cheerleaders and dancers. Yeah. Too, I think, or something like that. It <laughs> was, yeah, it was, it was such a, such an awful show, bro. I was just like. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? And it, it, it's like I said, I hate to reference so so many times to Rocky, but I mean, it was almost like Apollo Creed's fucking introductions, bro. Like in uh, uh, what was it, Rocky Three, where he fights uh, where he fights no Rocky Four when he fights Drago. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know he's doing this big old fucking you know uh, Made in America or you know <laughs> with James Brown fucking thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Russian yeah. is just sitting there looking at him like, dude, the moment that bell rings off. Yeah. <laughs> but, and we've seen this too. Like uh, uh, Deontay Wilder, he had yes. Lil, Lil Kim come out with him. And then prior oh, yeah. uh, the Mayweather fight, I think it was against Pacquiao, he had Justin Bieber and Lil Wayne. Like, yeah. that's exactly what that is. I'm yep. like, that's, it's, it's not cool. Like, it takes away from what, like, real people want to watch. Like, Maybe you're like trying to target like a new crowd of uh, fucking idiots to watch these fights, but <laughs> I I think it goes to I mean we you know what's sad is that if you think about it we almost got like a small glimpse of what the future was coming to who who perfect to do stupid shit like that other than Prince Nassim Hamed Oh yeah, he I would mean do that shit. he he came in floating from the fucking air. Oh, yeah. And people were throwing shit at him, which I I got nothing against him for doing that. I think that was the exact right idea. But I mean, you know, it, it was stupid shit like that. Like it's like that's a WWE thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Thank it's you. not boxing. Yeah, it's, it's it's not that. Like at some point too, you could probably say it's an MMA thing now because sometimes I feel like that was scripted. <clears throat> right. But that's a WWE thing. It's not boxing, dude. You're taking away. <laughs> and I mean. What and and back in the day, like let's say let's go back seventies, we had fucking Muhammad Ali. Yeah, he was flamboyant and he was, I mean, you know, he was a superstar and I mean, he you know he could rock the mic and he could tell everybody how it is. But he didn't come out like that. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? The motherfucker had black and white trunks. That's about as far as it went. It wasn't you know fireworks and all this crazy shit. He didn't come riding in on a tiger or you know something fucking crazy. But I mean, even you said Deontay Wilder. One of the things I love Deontay Wilder, but I was yeah. so fucking pissed off when he used that eighteen minute fucking ring entrance as oh. a fucking excuse for the last fight that he lost. Looked like the gold shredder. Yeah. Dude, and, yeah, I was so disappointed when he and, and after he lost, he blamed it on that that uh, stupid iron suit that he brought in. Like yeah, you're talking about, Jonathan. It consumed, like, I, I I really liked him too, and I was like, I'm disappointed in this guy. You can't blame like, like it used all his energy. Like you you, it was too heavy for you to wear, yeah. and like that was, that's what ruined the fight. Like 
Exactly. No, you can't say that, dude. Like, if you want to go to that kind of act, there's the WWE. They dress up all the time. Exactly. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh, and the, the other thing. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is, okay, you want to do that, t- that, that type of shit? I know they do fucking rehearsals. Yeah. I guarantee you yeah, he had to have that true. fucking thing on and, and walk out in it. Or he knew the weight. He had to exactly. get fitted for it. You're- you're, that's good, and you know what? I never thought about that phenomenon. You're right. You, like, how would you just walk it? Okay, put that shit on me, and then you walk out now. Of course, yeah, of course you did. I didn't think about that until you just said that. This is after your training camp and after cutting weight. You're an idiot. Yeah, like you're you're putting something on you that's weighing you down, and we know that. Like in in any kind of fight, like where someone else's weight bears you down, like it takes your energy. You're fighting it off. Like, why? Why would you do that before a fight? Exactly. You're already a fucking heavyweight, uh-huh. dude. You added 20 pounds of <laughs> yeah. leather and gold? It was probably real gold. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. you know, not only that, you know, yeah, it took a long time for him to get up there. But then you got to get in the fucking ring. You got to wait for them to make all the announcements. And then they're barely fucking peeling this shit off of you. Too much time has passed. You, How much sweat did you pour out underneath that? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so that's why, I, I don't know, man. Like, it... Like, I have so much respect for him because I love what he did for his daughter and how he came up and the things that he did. But the way that he gave the excuse, I was just like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, that's that's the last straw. Like, I had so much respect for you. I'm done. Like, you know, let's let's move on. <laughs> you know, re- exactly. Dude. Redeem yourself, you know, get get back into, you know, don't don't be that guy because that's not how you started out. You don't bring the halftime show before the show. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't have said it better. That was great. <laughs> it's just get to the fucking ring and fight. And then, you know what, dude? You got fucked up. Quit making excuses. You lost. Whatever. It sucks. Exactly. I didn't want him to lose to fucking Tyson Fury either. But, man, just take it and quit making excuses. You look like shit. Yeah. Take your licks and move on. Just say, hey, you know what? He was a better man tonight. Don't go out there and fucking drop excuses. Ugh, that's uh, yeah, that's something that definitely kills me, especially in boxing. And you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna get too much into it, but I mean, you know, we got promoters that fuck up the sport. We've got, you know, we we were talking about HBO releasing their their boxing license. They want nothing to do with it. They wipe their hands with it. You know, maybe we can do a podcast on that and uh, get yeah. into an episode where we talk about the history of boxing and get into promoters. And yeah, all the promoters and all the bad shit that's been going on with it. Um, you know, some of these horrible decisions that we've witnessed, you know, I, my house is the fight house, you know, we always have the big fight going on and <laughs> no fights. I can't tell you how many times, how many times were we thinking that the other fighter won and we get this fucking crazy decision and all of us are blown away. My big one, uh, yeah. was, uh, Canelo and triple G and you know me, I'm a triple G fan Yeah, and the first fight was a draw. Yeah. I lost my shit. you like, <laughs> Like, that shouldn't have... We saw who the aggressor was in that yeah. fight, and the promoter, like, no way. And then, obviously, the second one, you got his ass kicked. But it should have been a one-on-one thing, and then you could have had the trilogy, but you ruined that. Like, yeah. now either one of those fighters are going to come back. My whole thing that I've been trying to figure out for the life of me, and I'm not going to go too long into this, because I know this is going to be for something for another podcast or another episode, but um, where they pick these judges from? Some of them don't have any boxing history. Some of them don't even know boxing. Roberto Duran said it the best. He said, put the legends in there. Let them see the mm-hmm. fight how they see it. And he goes, I promise you, you'll, better, you'll get a winner. You know, irregardless. And, and one that you're, you're going to respect and be happy with. You know what I mean? Because, you know, yeah, these, these legendary fighters, you know, they, they get attached to people and stuff like that. But they've already had their time. They don't need to worry about that anymore. You know what I mean? And and you never know. Like, it could trigger, like, an old fight for them or something. And they're going to be like, oh, I know exactly how this fight went. And I'm not going to screw this fighter over that's being the aggressor. You know, uh, getting the, you know, the, box, the boxing stats. You know, fighting a great fight. You know, but it, is it too late in the game now? Probably. I don't know if it'll ever change. If it hasn't changed... If it didn't change then and it hasn't changed now, I don't know how much longer it'll take for it to, to possibly change. But It's a saying, it gets worse before it yeah. gets better. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I used to always say, and I, like, I used to think, like, and I still kind of do, 
the ref should be one of the judges. I've seen too because he's in there with them and he knows what's going on. I but like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, you if never you know can, what's going to happen. If you have a point too, if the guy could take points away, um, if he's uh, doing the counts, if he's uh, he's breaking the guys up, he's seeing who the aggressor is. He tells a fighter, "You need a fight." That's a judge. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what that is. Like, hey, or dude. or put these retired referees as the judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got. Oh, no. Bill Zane, or is Bill Zane even around? I don't even know if Bill Zane is even around, but I was even going to go with Joe Cortez. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't take no shit. Yeah, so, there. I mean, you know, there's a lot of great things that we can do out there, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to pin this one, and we're going to come back to talking about more boxing. We're going to get into the history of boxing, and I think that'll be a great episode for us to put out there. So we'll bring you oh, guys yeah. back. Um Anything else you guys want to throw on the table before we shut it down? I think I'm good. I mean, man, we talked about a pretty good amount of that that card, which was pretty entertaining for the most part, and I, I don't regret regret watching it at all. It was a uh, – I mean, I, I total respect for Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. They both went in there ready to box, maybe one more than the other, but, I mean, i got to give them both respect, especially at their age. Yeah. Uh, my thing would be, uh, I'm a big fan of boxing, like uh, Fernando. Um, we don't need musical acts. I think if you have right commentary with the right people, it makes the fight it too. Like if you have like Max Kellerman, uh, those guys that are definitely those guys like that. Like we don't need these acts of music. We need uh, a good fight. We need good undercards. Uh, a lot of what happened on on this whole thing, we didn't need. We could have skipped yeah. out a lot of it, and it would have been great. Yeah, no, definitely. Jonathan, they're probably like, uh, let's give them fucking music acts because there's COVID. People can't go to concerts, so we gotta we gotta throw these on these music acts on right now. Then, yeah. then give me some real fucking music. <laughs> I'd fucking take uh, Taylor Swift at this point, dude. Yeah, at least that well, fucking... they're gearing it towards the twenty year olds, I guess. I guess <laughs> at least that puta could play a fucking guitar. I watch that. <laughs> Oh man, I yeah, I agree. I mean, there was some acts that they could have done without, and you know, like, like we said, dude, we made the comment. You got old school fighters in there. Let's bring in the old school fucking rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had Snoop Dogg in there. That was great. I mean, he fucking tore it off. He was the best one there. But um, I was even telling Jonathan, uh, Meigs, one of your favorite ones was when fucking Roy Jones came out and fucking who popped out of the curtains. Oh, dude. Method Man Rivet, you remember we watched that at my parents' house. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that was fucking the bomb, dude. That was badass. <laughs> yeah, the black black hour. Yeah, that was that was bad, dude. Even, Rock Wilder, he came out. Yep. Yep. Even that too. Like you had uh, in this fight too. You had LL Cool J read a poem. Yeah. Why didn't you bring in the rap? Right. He should have took that part. Yeah, like he had a, a poetry session, dude. Like felt like I was a fucking Starbucks and coffee. <laughs> But, dude, like, he could have had, like, he had one of the best songs for, like, boxing at his yeah. time. Yeah, Mama said knock you out. Yeah, dude, like, and that, <laughs> uh, that just had people going, dude. Like, but you brought in uh, some thugs from L.A., dude. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Wow. it's this new generation, bro, that they're, they're putting up with, they're, they're, put, they're throwing at us. You know what I mean? Um, Fuck these guys! Because of them, <laughs> I can't find regular pants. Yeah, exactly. Dude. If it wasn't geared towards them, they wouldn't have had that Jake Paul or whatever fight on, dude. Yeah, younger. Exactly. Oh no, I guarantee you, that's where a lot of the music had to fucking come from. Fucking Jake Paul, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And just like that, the fight is over, folks. That's all we have for you today. <laughs> Once again, time gets away from you when you talk about what you love and you're just having fun. And I can tell you, I love boxing. I have fun with it. Oh, man, that's that's my jam. And it always will be. Um, Jonathan, first time on the podcast. Thank you for being on here, man. Appreciate it, man. It was a lot of fun. Oh, dude, there's more to come. Plenty more to come. Let me tell you, Miguel, I... I gave, I uh I threw it out there to him, gave him a little taste, and he he's hooked, man. We got him back on here. So, Miguel, <laughs> I right. can't thank you enough, brother, man. You uh uh, it's always it's always a blast to have you on here, man. And and just shoot the shit, man. That locker room talk that we always do. Always fun. 
<laughs> All right, Funkaholics. Well, I'm going to leave you with a quote from the great Joe Cortez. I'm fair, but I'm firm. Man, he, and he meant it. New episodes drop every Wednesday, people. We might, we might be dropping episodes on Fridays. Possibly. We got this new Roadcaster mixer in here, and I, I'm... Fingers crossed, the sound is going to come through great. I know it's going to come through a lot better. We're doing a lot of things to enhance the podcast here, folks. So please, if you listen to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star rating. It's super simple. It helps us out so much. If you listen to any podcasts, we're everywhere. We're on all major platforms. Be sure to give us a shout-out. Comments are always appreciated. Follow us on Instagram. Again, Facebook is coming soon. I promise you that page will be coming. It's uh, under construction. We're working on a couple of things, but it will be coming. We are also on Twitter. Guys, remember, that's F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S, the Funkaholics podcast. We will catch you on the other side.